Hey, everybody. It's Sam Bauer with the Wherever You Go podcast. I am the moderator and host of this podcast, and today I'm excited because Rob Bauer is joining me again for his second appearance. Hello. (laughs) Is it an appearance? I don't know. It's a vocal appearance (laughs) Um, on the Wherever You Go podcast, and we just thought it would be fun to talk a little bit about parenting and one of the topics that comes up quite often with me is like I'll see people post on Facebook or I'll even feel myself where I'm being like judged by other moms for decisions I make or the way I work a lot of hours or especially when I was in the corporate world because I was never around and Rob was a stay-at-home dad during that time and so I thought it would be fun to have him on here and talk about his experience as a stay-at-home dad, but also, like, share kind of the difference between male and female. Because one of my things that I asked him recently was, like, do dads do this to each other, or is it just a girl thing? Like, I, I don't know. But I wanted to start out either way with a Bible verse, um, because I think at the end of the day, Rob and I have talked about a little bit what we're going to talk about today, not completely, so some of it could be a surprise to both of us, but... Um, is that we need to do a better job of encouraging parents, whether they work at home, whether they work at a corporate position, or whether they own their own business. Like, we're all super important to our kids, and we're all doing our best to do what we think is right for our family. And what's right for us is probably not right for you, and what's right for you is probably not right for the next person that you see. So I just think we need to be a little bit more graceful, gracious, graceful, kind, loving, supportive, all those words to each other. So I wanted to just start with a Bible verse from Romans. Um, Romans 15.5 says, May the Lord who gives you endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. And wouldn't it be amazing if we all had the same attitude that Jesus had toward children that weren't his. I mean, we're all his children, but um, how much love did he have for kids that, you know, he wasn't the dad of? And how much grace does he have with us as parents when we mess up um, or yell or go off the handle or whatever it's to be? So, uh, at any rate, Rob? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, you were a stay-at-home dad for yes, three for three months. years. Three years. Three years. While I was out there trying yeah. to climb the corporate ladder and Your corporate thing. break glass ceiling, um, which I was super grateful for. And it took some talking into. Do you want to talk about oh, yeah. your was, feelings on it? Was, it was definitely, huh, you want me to stay home with the kids? It was <laughs> a little, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? You know, it was a little unnerving a little bit. But, did you worry worried at all about like what people would think? Um, not really. I, maybe a little bit, but it was more of what was I going to do with the kids. But uh, once I got into it and started doing it, it I I got some side eyed looks from different <laughs> parents, and you know, why were you? Why are you here? Why? This is your wife doing this, or why are you the stay-at-home dad? Yeah. So, well, I think you were worried at least about what one person thought. 
I remember oh, you thinking, wondering if my dad was going like, to yeah. think about you staying home while I work. Yeah, well. And who knows? You're, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> your dad, so. Yeah. But uh, he, I don't think there's anything I can do. <laughs> well, I mean, my dad loves you very much, but yeah. he's definitely from the old school yeah. of the husband. Well, and that's, and that's how I was raised, too. You yeah. Know, it was, you know, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, so my dad, you know, worked, you know, 60 plus hours a week, and, you know. So my mom was always home. So, you know, flipping those roles, it was a little different, you know. Yeah. But well, I, I would say, like, in our relationship in general, like, not that I, Rob's not manly, because he's certainly, like, you could know him, you know he is. Um, but as far as, like, traditional roles, I, I do, <laughs> like, I, I don't want to sound sexist, but here it is. I tend to, like, lean towards more, like, of the traditional masculine roles as far as, like, being very career-driven. I want to provide for my family. I want to be independent. I want to, you know, do a lot of those things. And not that I'm not maternal because I think I have a lot of nurturing, loving Oh, you're very protective of your children. Yeah. But for me to stay home with them full-time is not something that I am programmed by the great Lord Jesus. He didn't make me for that role. Um, And Rob is like, I mean, you decorated our house. You, like, do really well with the home, being a home stay-at-home parent. I mean, he had a schedule to a T. He had, he took it seriously. Like, he had all the the dishes were done, the laundry was done, the grocery shopping was done, the kids were clean and fed and and good, and they weren't late all the time. Like, I'm late all the time. (laughs) I just think, like, you were really, really good at it. Um, Once I I got into that role, I really enjoyed it. And then with you being at your corporate job, it was, you know, I made sure everything was done so when the time you were home, you didn't have to worry about anything. Yeah, it was um, the greatest. (laughs) <laughs> the greatest part of that, uh, although, you know, I hated being away so much, and that's when we realized we were going to make a switch. But I guess, like, to my question that I kind of mentioned earlier, like, are dudes the same way chicks are when it comes to, like, judging? Like, so I feel very, I'm a very confident person. You put me in front of a room of business people, I will give a business presentation that will knock their socks off with no nerves. I will, you know negotiate. I will walk in and cold call a business partner and come out with a new friend. Like, I have no problems in the business world being confident, doing my thing, speaking, but put me in a room of moms or put me in the the pickup line to pick up the kids at school and I'm so uncomfortable. Like, I just feel like, and it could go back to when you were a stay-at-home dad, and we'll talk about that later, but like, do guys do that? Like, do you feel that way? No, I don't, no. Guys, like, for me to be a stay-at-home dad, all, all my guy friends or guys that I knew or whatever were like, man, I wish I could do that. You know, I wish I could stay home. And, you know, I don't know if they realized what was all entitled with, with staying home and what you had to do. It wasn't just, you know, bonbons and Chardonnay by the, by the pool or nothing. <laughs> But it was a lot of work. There's a lot of work. A lot and the of work. kids were little when you stayed home too. They yeah. were. We had, we had one. Yeah, well, one was in preschool, and the other one stayed with me all, all day. 
So, you know. For the first year. For the first year, and then. And then they both went. Went to half day. Half day. One went half day, and then. So, it was. Yeah. It was a lot. And I think you missed adult time because I remember at some point you being like, hey, I, I realized. What I remember you saying to me one day was that you you now realize why people get the winter blues in Pittsburgh, especially as a stay-at-home parent, because, like, oh, yeah. not only is it dreary all day long, but you don't have a lot of adult interaction. Oh, no, not even a little bit. It was, you know, singing Frozen in the car was my... my <laughs> Which he apparently was belting out, because I've got, like, comments from the preschool, like, oh, your husband and your daughter are out there, like, belting out the Frozen song in the parking lot. <laughs> Hey, you got to entertain the little ones. <laughs> Which is super cute and cool. Um, but, yeah, yeah so is it interesting? And how did the women treat you when you were a state of dad? Uh, like I said, that, there's the, the side-eye glances, you know. Um, there was certain mom brigades that... Uh, <laughs> Rob called them the mom brigade. <laughs> they had their own little clique, and, you know, they... they yeah, I, I, there was a couple groups that I tried to join that uh, when I was a stay-at-home dad with, with Andy and stuff like that, and I wasn't allowed to join because I was a male, and their whole group was females. So, yeah. you know, it was... What do you think? Because, like, Andy would have probably loved to have oh, yeah, to the play dates and, enjoy it. Yep. I think, like, maybe as a society, we need to do a better job of including stay-at-home dads, uh, and some of the mom groups, like moms is for women only. Uh, we learned that. Yep. Um, and there are some other groups that mommy and me, you know, groups and uh, that Rob tried to <laughs> join um, that yep. they didn't get to go to. And so then Andy misses out. You know, I guess we could have asked my mom to take her, but we shouldn't have had to, like, at some yeah. point. And I think that's where, like, we want to support each other. We want to support women in, in work and we want to have, you know, more women in the workforce and equal pay and all that kind of stuff, but we're not doing the things as a society to support men to be a stay-at-home parent so that a wife who is the sole provider financially can do the things that she needs to do without, like, the kids missing out on things like that. So that was a kind of eye-opening to me as a woman um, when he tried to do some of that stuff and he was like, I, I can't get let in. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh-huh. So, but, you know, it, it, it was definitely, it was definitely different, but you even, on the other side of that, when you did come around, oh, or yeah. when you picked up the kids, <laughs> you'd get the same side-eye looks like. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, so, the best, the best story, and it's not funny, it's actually very, it's, I can laugh about it now, but at the time, I was like, oh my gosh. So, I hadn't been ever, ever to take my kids to or pick them up. Rob did it every single time. Um, and he was the only one that a lot of these people had seen. So I took a day off work, and I was so excited to go to the zoo with my kids and take them on the field trip and be like the mom that gets to go on the field trip. I'd never done anything like this before. And it's one of the things I looked forward to in having a kid was, like, getting to go on a field trip with my kid and it being a special time, and, you know, when I was little, I was always kind of, like, my parents both worked, and I was always kind of jealous of the kids whose moms came on the field trip. Like, I thought that was a cool thing. So, anyway, I take the day off work, like, go to the field trip. I, like, go to get on the bus with all the other moms, and they are all just staring at me. Like, 
I'm like, hi, hi, you know, I'm a pretty friendly person. <laughs> staring at me, like, who are you? And so I sit down, and the one lady, like, dropped her water bottle, and I picked it up to hand it to her, and she just, like, took it really rude and didn't even say thank you or anything. And I was like, this is, this is the mom brigade that Rob <laughs> told me about that I wasn't quite prepared for. But what I wasn't prepared for was whenever we were about to get off the bus, one of the moms said to me, oh, are you Andy's, or Will, it was for Will, are you Will's mom? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, we just all assumed you were dead. And I was like, what? They thought that my husband was a widow, and like probably half of your side glances were that they felt bad for you because you were, Maybe. A, you know, widowed husband, aging <laughs> the kid. But this lady had the guts to like say that to me. And I felt horrible for the whole, like, I mean, you know, you take it with a grain of salt, but it's still, like, in your head, like, these ladies think that I don't exist. See, that's the, that's, that's the whole problem, is that people don't understand what's going on, so they just make snap judgments, and they're, they're so judgy, and without knowing the circumstances or what's going on, and they don't, it's, it, sorry, it's, it's, a lot of society is like that, but. We need to make sure that we're making we're picking everybody up and not putting anybody down, and making sure everybody's welcome and part of it, and not not side eye glances and thinking that your spouse is deceased because <laughs> they work a lot. So. And it wasn't like I mean I'm positive that my children had talked about me, and even honestly the teacher would get one of the assistant teachers there would give me a lot of flack because I traveled a lot. So whenever we went to like parent teacher conferences, you know she would be like, oh your kids really miss you when you travel. And I'm like, I know, um, but it's not that. She I mean, was trying to make you feel bad. And that's. And it was like, like at first I was like, oh, maybe that's just how she, and then when we left Rob, Rob is, so I'm the one that sees like the good in every situation and every person and make excuses for every mean person in America. And Rob is the one that's like, no, Sam, like those were definitely like backhanded compliments or she was definitely like, you know, not being a positive, which again, so like, here's the thing guys, like, as entrepreneurs or business people, or really no matter what you're doing, um, you're different. And especially if you're a business owner, like you're different. Your life is going to look different. The things that you do are going to be different. The choices that you make are going to be different. And Andy said it to me one day, I think she was in preschool or kindergarten. And I came to pick her up and I was in a suit and heels. And the other moms, you know, that were stay at home were jeans and regular day clothes. And um, she came out, and she was like, Mommy, you know, you're not like the other mommies. <laughs> I was like, oh, dear, here we go. And I was like, I know, babe. And she's like, but it's okay, because you're the perfect mommy for me. And that's what we have to remember is, like, you're not going to be like all the other mommies, regardless of who you are, regardless of what your choices are. Like, you're going to make the choices for your family that's best for you. And you need to be okay with that, and you need to be okay with it enough to not care what other people think, but at the same time, like, we all, I think, need to be very um, understanding and accepting of what other people are doing. Give other people grace. <laughs> and give other people grace, you know? Like, everybody's different. Like, this is hard. Being a mom and a dad is hard, and... Raising kids is hard, and it's not like back in the day. Rob and I were just kind of talking about, you know, 
probably 20 years ago, there were way more stay-at-home parents than there are today because the cost of living is so much greater. And, and quite honestly, right now, in that society that we're living in, it, it, it's so expensive. Just We just went to the grocery store and we're like, man, two years ago, like I feel like this grocery would have been $75 less than what we paid. Um, but as of 2021, one in five parents stay at home. That means four out of five are working parents. That means basically one out of every three couples, right? Unless my mouth is wrong. One out of every three couples has a stay-at-home parent in it. And out of the stay-at-home parents, 7% of them are dads. <laughs> so that's a really low percentage. And that's a, popped up actually over the last 10 years by 4%. So um, there's not a lot of them out there um, who are doing it. Um, and I don't know why. Like, I don't know if it's societal. I don't know. I loved it. I'd, I'd do it again in RB. Good news for you. You're going to get a chance here pretty soon. Um, but, yeah, I think that's one way we can support each other better. You know, like, if you're a mom that stays at home, that's fantastic and awesome. And, like, it's such an important role. Yeah, the, um, the kids get so much more out of it, I think, than... Yeah, they... They, and it, well, for us, financially, it just made sense. Like, yeah. we were going to pay so much for the two of them to be in daycare that when I got promoted, my raise was going to, like, basically, we could stay the same yep. and Rob stayed home. So why would we not do that? Um, and, like, it, it shows that he's a supportive man that, like, loves his kids. And the, the mom-kid relationship is so critical, but... I will attest, and, and you can think what you want of me for saying this, but the father-child relationship is just as important. Um, and they don't always get that um, that strong male role model. So when you have somebody doing it, like, I don't know, it, it's just, it supports, supports other women, too, by supporting the fact that their husband is dad because now that woman is able to focus on her career fully and you know really do the things that God has called her to do and that's I think at the end of the, the day right Rob like the thing is that God made all of us specifically um, for a very unique purpose and yours is going to be different than the next person's and the next person's is going to be different from yours and we just need to encourage other people and not <clears throat> discourage them by excluding them or making rude comments like you thought they were dead. <laughs> and hopefully uh, nobody else has heard that one. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, I don't know. Would you, would you want to say anything else about anything? Um, you got any other, any other dad stories you want to share? I, I got it. I, I'll say one of my favorite, and this is a woman who does encourage us and support us and love our children probably more than anything in the world. Um, but I was on a trip, a business trip. I don't remember where I was, but I got a text from a friend who oh, lives yeah. up the street from us, and she was like, um, so we just drove by your house, and your kids are coming down the hill on um, – like a power wheel and going under the trampoline and your husband has a boot on his, like a broken foot. <laughs> and he's out there, she's like, I hope that he can stop those children <laughs> and make it too close to the road. 
Oh. They got my they, being staying home with the kids is is definitely it's definitely helped them grow and it definitely helped me grow as you know a parent and you know just as a person you know you get you it for me it, I I don't know how to say it. Um, I didn't want to take anything for granted, you know. It was just, yeah. I loved being, being there, and then you know. Well, Rob had the benefit too of like this was his like second go round, kind of, because Tyler. So we have a step. I have a stepson that that Rob obviously had before I married him, and so he got to raise Tyler, and so he had already experienced the um, growth and the letting go of a child to go on to college to become an adult when. Our kids came along. Ty was 16, so I think that you appreciated it more this time because you've already had yeah. to grow up and become an adult. Yep. And so uh, you know the feelings that come with that, yeah. and to cherish the seconds that you have with the ones that we have now. Maybe I don't know. Is that where you were? Yeah, talking? exactly. Exactly. Just, just cherish everything, and don't let. Don't let other parents steal your joy from you for whatever reason. It, you live in that moment with your children, and don't let uh, don't let the side glances and the the think you're dead <laughs> comments <laughs> you know take away the joy that you you know you're, you're doing what you have to do for your family, and then you're doing what what's good for your your children and yeah and, and keep you know as long as you keep God in the center of that and like yeah. somebody told us a long time ago and I know probably every parent's heard this but like God gave you your kids exactly for you but they also gave your kids you exactly for them so you're exactly what your children need and you know what your children need better than anybody else does and God gave them to you. He didn't give them to the people giving you the side eye glances. He didn't give you to the people that are being judgy and um, whatever. Like, he gave them to you. And so, I don't know. I just encourage everybody to be supportive and encouraging. And if you see a parent who looks like they're struggling or maybe they're new to the group or maybe a stay-at-home dad in the world of stay-at-home moms, like, be kind and loving and inclusive and... Um, you know, love those kids, too, because how, how your kids act, right, is always a direct reflection on the parents. So it's so easy to, like, see some kids' behavior and just judge the parents right away without knowing, like, what is that child going through? What, you know, kids are kids. They don't know how to handle their emotions yet. They don't know how to, you know. We're adults and we don't know how to handle our emotions yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I don't know. This this. Uh, podcast was just kind of to share some funny, fun stuff and what lift, positive. Just lift what, everybody up. Let's share a positive. Like, what can you think of people who have encouraged you during your journey? Encouraged you during your stay-at-home dadness? <laughs> yes, there's there's quite a few ladies that were you know all about you know picking me up and make sure everything was fine and talking to me. Yes. You know. I don't know if we didn't name them by name. No, or I wouldn't whatever, name but, them by name, but I can but, think of a few that definitely. Oh yeah. I mean, actually, the one that texted me about the Frozen song, like she just yes. adores you. Yes. And, like. And 
she was always there to, if I needed anything or if I helped, needed help with anything. She was always, yeah. she was always there. So, but uh, yeah, there. For all the side glasses that I got, there was always someone else helping me get picked up too. So. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Even for me, like in the corporate, I I got a lot of crap even within the corporate walls, which was interesting because I'm like, you're here too. Like, what are you judging me for? But. He's like, oh, don't you miss your kids? Or they're so young, like they should be with you. And even as a business owner, I had a woman come into my office and tell me the kids don't belong in my office. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like before I had my office, I never saw my kids. Now they get to be in my office with me all the time and like be part of my life. Like where, where's a better place for them to be? Yeah, like, they're exactly where they need to be, and they're yeah. learning and they're seeing what what it's like to be a healthy productive adult in this society. They're with their mama. Like, I don't care that I'm not like other mamas and I, you know, own a business and I'm on the phone a lot and I am looking to, like, grow a business. I, I get that, but that's the mom that my kids have and that's the God, or that's the God, that's the mom that God gave them. So, like, they're right where they're supposed to be and your kids are right where they're supposed to be and you're right where you're supposed to be. So, like, just know that. I mean, hopefully when you're done listening to this, you feel encouraged um, and you know that we see you. We see you. We see the tired mamas and the stay-at-home mamas that are just exhausted and we see the working mamas and dads that are out there just fighting to make a living for their kids and juggle the work-life balance and we see, you know, the parents who, like, we just admire. I, there's there's a couple at our church that I just adore, and they've got a bunch of little kids. <laughs> they've managed to figure out a really cool, I think, work life balance that works for them, and yep. they got their hands full. But man, I, you know, we see we see everybody, and we just appreciate what everybody's doing to make it work. This yeah, is, you got to do what you have to do. Yeah, this this part of life is hard. Like, I think when the kids between, like, zero and, I mean, not that it doesn't get easier once they get older, but, like, that, like, zero to ten where you're just trying to figure out how the heck to, like, do it all. Yeah. And, like, you have to kind of refine yourself as a parent. And then, then when they uh, flip it from the 10 to 18 or 20 or whatever, it's, it's a whole new ballgame. Just, just <laughs> oh, wait, different folks. <laughs> just wait, folks. <laughs> different concerns, yep. different, different things. And I mean, even as an adult, I mean, God, how many times do we get off the phone with our 26-year-old and pray? Yeah. And just, I mean, the worries are different, right? They're of a different scale. We know now that he is a very good, successful human being. He's a servant of God, and he's a servant of the community. He's, he's a police officer. So that brings along a whole nother bag of, like, worry. <laughs> to lift each other up just be there for one another and you know we're we're all trying to do this together like that that we see you we just got to continue to keep lifting each other up and for your partners too right oh yeah i mean gosh parenting together is it's probably the hardest thing for me there's definitely in our relationship yeah different styles very (laughs) 
we are the yin and the yang, man. Yep. <laughs> um, so that could be hard too, but I will say that I know at the end of the day, if I'm ever having doubts, Rob's the first one to remind me that I'm doing a good job. Oh, yeah. You know? And and I hope vice versa. I don't know that I'm as good of a supporter as you are. You're sometimes. Wherever you go. 